but you want somebody who pads their stats, try someone who never played outside Brazil. Like Pele had, <laughs> oh, Pele yeah. had plenty games against Eddie teams. Eddie England made up goals. Yeah, in his, absolutely. In his yeah. <laughs> he, he loved padding his stats. <laughs> you know that pre-season tour to uh, the, that island? And the, yeah, yeah, those, those count. Those, yeah. those count. Yeah, I scored 16 <laughs> goals in two games there. <laughs> We won 7 0, but I scored 17 goals. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, particularly Rob Langley. This is the Long Snapper podcast. He wants a proper introduction. Um, I'm Adam. There you go. This is the Long Snapper podcast. What more do you want? Uh, I've got a lot of people here. Mark's here. Hi, Mark. Hello. Craig's here. Hello, Hello Craig. You're right. Rich as well. Richard Newnham, how are we? Evening. Good. You? Yeah. Yes. Thank. Fine. Thank you, Rich. Pat, how are you, sir? Oh, all right. Thanks. Excellent. We've even got, unexpectedly, at the last minute, because he's bored in Linton Travel Tavern, Russell Milsom. How are you, Russell? Yeah. Yes. 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 I am. Uh, I'm in a holiday in, in Ipswich, and Ipswich is. Uh, Travel Tavern. Better word. A shithole. <laughs> have you dismantled your Corby trouser press? I don't actually have a Corby trouser press, which is oh. kind of frustrating. Can you? I do do have two single beds pushed together to make a double, which excellent. That allows for a more from, aggressive uh, It's Jet from Gladiators <laughs> in a little picture on the side next to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's disappointing. Um, you you. Russ is a, a impulse decision to join us, so he hasn't written any one sentence previews. He hasn't come up with anything for our new regular feature of the show. He hasn't done any work. Uh, he's uh, just no, here for the fun what, of it. Fuck, fuck you! Right? <laughs> I created this week's um, Steve Rains anytime touchdown fuck you for charity corner bet narrative. Okay. True. Oh, do, do you know what? Let's break from tradition. Why don't we start there? How about that? You weren't let, you weren't <laughs> expecting that, listeners, were you? The first time we've got an agenda in six months, and then we go off script. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! And I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take every ounce of credit for that. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's derailed by you being here. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna announce the Steve Rains anytime touchdown fuck the charity corner bet, and then I'm gonna leave. So at least I've got something to listen to. Oh no, stay stay seven. for the stay for the quiz. For the quiz, do stay and then I, that. and then. And then I've got something to listen to for the six-hour drive home tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, introduce the bet then, Russ. What are we doing well, this week? We, we've done we've done lots of different uh, narrative bets on positions and on uh, status and on jersey numbers and all that sort of stuff. But this time, I've decided on a complete whim that we should pick players whose surname just begins with a vowel for no other reason. This is that's one of the first things that popped into my head. And I mean, then I spelled... oh, sorry. We've done everything else, so we might as well do that. Well, I thought we'd never done anything like that before either, have we? So there we go. Did this come off you already having the player that you wanted to, to pick? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. That's, that's exactly what happened. I thought of the, what I did was, I thought of, you know, the narrative popped into my head. And then I went, oh, Austin Eckler, spelt it wrong. <laughs> and then when you and then when you all came in with your with your options, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, maybe this isn't as niche as I thought it might be. 
when you say spelt it wrong, I assume, I mean, did it start with a consonant? Well, no, I, I just spelt <laughs> Eckler wrong. Okay. Missed out that, one of the 17 E's. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many E's. All right, well, that's that's your pick then, Russ. Um, what's yeah. what's yours, Pat? I went for Mark Ingram. That sounds reasonable. I don't know if Kamara's going to be back, but either way, he's going to score and win us some money, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Craig? I've got Mike Evans. Yeah. Good uh, the Bucks are playing the Giants, aren't they? Yeah, he's, he's scoring. He's scoring. Um, Mark? Uh, I've gone for the sexiest man alive, Joshua Patrick Allen. Ooh. Said in a very sensual way. Um, He's a sensual man. Um, Rich? <laughs> well, given the uh, criteria, somebody had to pick him, so I've gone with Mark Andrews. Uh, yeah, Lovely. Worked last can, week. Can I, can I just call back to last week's Steve Reid's anytime touchdown corner, fuck of a charity bet corner? Where yeah. Mark Andrews on Thursday Night Football won us £12.50 from £5. So we actually had £12.50 going into Sunday, of which we had a 0% hit rate. <laughs> <laughs> of, all, of, all the, of all the tight ends that we picked, um, we didn't pick Hunter Henry. We didn't pick Cameron Bray. Um, we didn't pick we any did of the pick, ones that scored, basically. No, basically, that is correct. We picked Jared Cook. We picked um, George Kittle. Who didn't score overnight? Did he or did? Yeah, he did, yeah. did, did actually. Kittle so, yeah. so we had a zero percent hit rate on Sunday evening. Anyway, so that was cool. Dar- Darren Waller, Jared Cook. Um, In fact, we Darren Waller done... had one disallowed for uh, offensive holding, so he was the closest. Um, I mean, what sort of what sort of offensive holding? Was he holding his dick or what? Yeah, that is. <laughs> Someone tenuous. was holding a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway, let's finish this. Uh, Rich, Rich, who? Oh, you went. You've gone with Mark Andrews. I yep. am going with. Uh, who did I go with? Brandon Ayuk. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Pat. <laughs> Thank God the professor's here. Right. Abs- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I do have. I do have them. We've got Austin Eckler for the Chargers, Mark Ingram for the Saints, Mark Andrews for the Ravens, Brandon Ayuk for the Niners, Mike Evans for the Bucks, and Joshua Patrick Allen for the Buffalo Bills. That sound. They sound like touchdown scorers to me. All of them. Every yeah, week. Yeah. It's every week. Like every week, it will come in. <laughs> we've raised so much I'm, money for charity. I, I'm still baffled that we've not hit one of these bets yet. It's happening. I can't believe how wrong we've been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just how badly we've done. We've not even got close. We've, yeah, we, we should. By, I think I think we've missed it by one player once, and other than that, we've been woeful. Especially when you consider there are some absolute fucking eggs that produce other content elsewhere that win money on American football. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> I've said I've, I've, I've said it, mate. If Adam wants to edit it, that's fine. I'm not editing anything. <laughs> right. This isn't this anymore. Same old, same old. Shall we do a quiz? I mean, we're far too far into this into this podcast without having done a quiz. I have got some wide receivers for you, and I am going to. We've done this in the in the past. This this quiz. Um, but they, these are all current wide receivers in the NFL. I'm going to give you the year they were drafted and the teams they have played for in order. And so you just buzz in and tell me who they are. 
Simple as that. Um, if you buzz in and get it wrong, do you know what? If you buzz in and get it wrong, you're going to lose a point. So, and if you if you buzz in and then think about it for ten seconds, you're going to lose a point. That'll be me. <laughs> like straight away, like, Mark. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Point, point off. Any of that? Okay. Are you ready? I'm just looking Wait, forward to Craig arguing that he's what, not hesitating whilst hesitating. What, um, what did you say? <laughs> what did you say about it? What was the? What, was the... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about it? <laughs> Do not, do not answer it. Yeah. No, I'm going to go. No, do it. When you said something specific about it, there was like key information. The wide receivers, the wide receivers. Do you know what? Do you know what, Craig? This is the only way you're going to learn. No. (laughs) Question one. 2008, they were drafted. Philadelphia, Washington, Tampa. Rich. Yes, Rich. Sean Jackson. That is very good for a point. No hesitation. You are on the board. All right. 2012. Cleveland. New England. Seattle. Kansas City. Pat. Yes, Pat. Travis Incorrect. You have a point off, I'm afraid. Hence, you're all really hesitant with that rule. <laughs> Anybody going to have a go at this? Seattle, sorry, Cleveland, New England, Seattle, Kansas City. Just silence. And they're in the league now? They're in the league now. No, I'm going to have to tell you, aren't I? Rich. Oh, Rich, go on. Sneak in there, Josh Gordon. Yeah, you can. I'll get your point. Josh Gordon is correct. Um, all right, 2014. Buffalo, LA Rams. Mark. Yes, Mark. Sammy Watkins. Correct. Well played. <laughs> Fucking useless cunt he is. Twenty fourteen. New Orleans. New England. LA Rams. Houston. Craig. Yes, Craig. Cooks. Yeah, well done. You're on the board as well. Um, you and Mark have got a point each. Rich got two. Pat's on minus one. Right, 2015. Chicago. San Francisco. New Orleans. Anybody having a go at that? Mark. Um, Craig. Uh, Mark, go on. Craig. Kevin White. Correct. Good point. Shit. Spent most of that time injured, but technically yeah, on, those, yeah. on those teams. <laughs> All right. Remember in blank for us. 2015. Tampa Bay. Tennessee. Washington. Anyone having a go at that? Lots of blank faces. Put you out of your misery. That is Adam Humphreys. Okay, 2015 again. Washington, New York Jets. That's it. Uh, Russ, Craig. Yes, Russ. 
Jameson Crowder. Ooh, okay, I'll give you that. You were verging on the hesitating too much, but now you can have that. Um, I forgot you were in this because I hadn't put you a column in my little spreadsheet. <laughs> so be here. Uh, but you've still got two more points in pack. Um, 2014, Miami, Cleveland. Craig. Yes, Craig. Landry. Correct. First point. All right. Uh, 2014 again. Arizona. Baltimore. Buffalo. Craig. Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yes, Craig. No. Well, no, he just... said his name, so that's a point off. It is a point off. Do you want to have a guess anyway? What was the last team you just said? Yeah, what was the last team you just said, Ben? All the oh, no, I'm not having it. I'm... What was the last team? Just no, say the last team. No, oh, no. What? That is bollocks. That's bollocks. <laughs> but... Still Pat. Yeah, I'm Pat. Downtown John Brown. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a zero. Now I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2009. St. Louis. New England. Miami. Detroit, Houston. This is technically wasn't drafted, I should point out, but that doesn't really matter. It's not going to help or hinder you. <laughs> Anybody? That was Danny Amendola. Ah. Okay, forgot 20. He forgot he was at Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easily done. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> 2014. Jacksonville, Dallas, Miami. More blank faces. Pat. Yes, Pat. Justin Blackman? Incorrect. Mark. Mark, yeah. Marquis Lee? Incorrect as well. Any, anyone else want to lose a point? Oh, fuck, I've got it now. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do the teams again? You know what? I will this time, Craig. Jacksonville, Dallas, Miami. Can we come back in? I don't want to lose a point. Can I I say again? Uh, No, because you've lost the point. Why did I didn't buzz in in early? Jacksonville. (laughs) No, you just got it wrong. Dallas. Jacksonville, Dallas. Yeah, no, you know that's that's more. Oh, go on, Russ. No, you know well. <laughs> that was Mark Tellus. Uh, is it Alan Robinson? No. Oh, really, that I, was I, I, my I second guess. Another point. Who is it? It's it's Alan Hearns. Hearns. Uh, but her, it's where isn't Hearns on IR? Well, oh, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> not not really. But he also 20, went undrafted, I think. Twenty thirteen. Minnesota, Oakland, New England, Chicago, Atlanta. Mark. Yes, Mark. Cordell Patterson. Correct. He's not a receiver. Same crap joke, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the scores. Russ is on zero, Richard on two. Having been on two since the second question. <laughs> Pat, Pat on minus one. Mark on two, 
Craig of one. All to play for. We've just got three left. 2013. St. Louis. Dallas. Green Bay. Jacksonville. Ross. Yes, Ross. Mark. Hesitation. That's Done. minus one. Mark. Mark, yeah. Tavon Austin. Correct. Yeah. All right. Now, I know you, someone winched the corner of Patterson. You might whinge about the position of this player. I don't care. 2014, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Philadelphia, <laughs> San Francisco. I oh, know, I don't believe it either. Pat. Yes, Pat. Jordan Matthews. Well done. That's yes. a great shout. All right. 2013. Buffalo. LA Rams. Rich. Pat. Yes, Rich. Oh, Rich. Is it Bobby Trees? It is. It is. And do you know what? That might get... Let me just double check. Craig got one point. Mark got three. Pat got zero. Russ minus one. Oh, then we've got a tie. How are we going to settle this? Um, how are we going to settle this? <laughs> just, just, let's just share it. No, I've got tiebreaker. Absolutely, absolutely not, you absolute fanny. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, tie. Oh, should we both agree to, to uh, dun, dun, share the win dun, dun. just to annoy Russ? Yeah, let's, let's not play. <laughs> <laughs> I know you still want to win it too much, though. All right, pay attention for the tiebreaker. And it might just be speed. 2014. New York Giants. Rich. Yes, Rich. Ooh. Odell Beckham Jr. Yes, you get some music. Well done. Well done, Rich. Fair <laughs> play. So much for not playing it, eh, Rich? <laughs> great, great bit of psychology there from Rich. That was well played, wasn't it? Very well played. Take any win I can get against Mark. Right, after that fascinating quiz, I'm going to leave you to it so I can listen to something <laughs> on the way in tomorrow. Oh, and I probably, enough. and I probably sound like absolute shit on this podcast anyway. So uh, the AirPods aren't always the best sound quality. So go well and uh, enjoy, and I'll speak to you later on. Take care, Ross. Enjoy your night in your travel tavern. <laughs> a bloody nightmare. Anyway, right? Shall we? Shall we review some games? You think back to week 10 in the NFL. Uh, Craig seems to have left the shot, which makes me concerned that he's going to be as ready for this as he was for the quiz. He's getting a drink. <laughs> Got to get his own drinks now. What? What's going on there? I don't know. Unbelievable. So we're just, we're just stalling for time while Craig gets his own drinks. This is how it goes. Apparently. He's not even got his headphones in. He's got Win- no idea what's going on. Wins a couple of fights, thinks, thinks he's Clint fucking Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mate. You're back. I'm sorry. I assumed you'd be going on. <laughs> yeah, we, we wait for One you. sentence reviews. Um, and, you know, obviously we've, we've got to yours. If you could just read us it. <laughs> <laughs> I assume there'd be some chit-chat and I'd have enough time to get a beer. <laughs> So, I've drunk in like three weeks. So, so you're going to be hammered in about 10 minutes. That's how that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right, let's start some one-sentence reviews and go to Baltimore 10, Miami 22. A Thursday night football shocker and a shock for which the Dolphins' deeds deserve most of the credit. Buffalo 45, New York Jets 17. Four interceptions for Mike White helped Buffalo get back on track with a thoroughly convincing win. Don't know what Mark was worried about. Tampa Bay 19, Washington 29. Yet another inexplicable result in the season of them. This year, it seems to be less any given Sunday and more every given Sunday. Atlanta 3, Dallas 43. The Dallas offense gets back on track with a rout of the hapless Falcons. Jacksonville 17, Indianapolis 23. I'm not sure how Indy keep looking so bad and getting these results. Jags found some juice and the return of Robinson is a welcome sight. Detroit 16, Pittsburgh 16. On the basis of the play in this one, the Steelers should be relieved and the Lions should be disappointed at the final result. But in the grand scheme of the season, it's probably the opposite way around. Cleveland 7, New England 45. Baker played all but the last two drives in this game, and yet Case Keenum still outgained him 81 yards to 73 in the air. Is that injury risking the entire Browns season? New Orleans 21, Tennessee 23. The Titans edge out a win thanks in no small part to a couple of missed extra points and some serious help from the officials. Minnesota 27, LA Chargers 20. Is it me or is this literally the same old Chargers? This team lacks consistency and I'm not convinced. Carolina 34, Arizona 10. Turns out that Colt McCoy can't impersonate Peyton Manning convincingly, not for two weeks in a row anyway. Philadelphia 30, Denver 13. Well, someone isn't going to get the nickname Tough Tackling Teddy after this one. (laughs) (laughs) Seattle 0, Green Bay 17. Offensive snooze fest in Green Bay as Russ Wilson looks a lot like Russ Milson in a shutout defeat. (laughs) (laughs) Kansas City 41, Las Vegas 14. It's almost as though people wanted to see the fall of Mahomes and the Chiefs. Don't call it a comeback. They'll be here for years. And finally, LA Rams 10, San Francisco 31. The Los Galacticos Rams got battered and I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh, I bet you did. That was a convincing win, but we're not going there. We're not going to just ramble. Um, we are going to introduce a new... What? Wait, hold the press. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. Uh, uh, I mean, we are. We are going to ramble, let's be clear. But okay. we're going to attempt to give some structure to it. This is the beginning of a new regular feature of the show. Hot topic. Adam's hot topic. Well, actually, every, everyone's hot topics. Uh, we've got 10 hot topics. And I'm going to be strict on this. We're going to talk about each hot topic for four minutes. And that's it. How about that? Um, we've Exciting. got two hot... Yeah. Mad. yeah. So if, if Craig starts talking about the Jets and you think, when's this going to end? You'll know <laughs> that it, it's got a maximum of four minutes before <laughs> we'll talk about something else. Just time to get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... We've yeah, with two each. We're going to kick off with Rich, and well, rather than throw you a hospital pass, I will tell you which hot topic <laughs> I'm kicking off with. 
<laughs> Come on, Rich, discuss. <laughs> um, oh, it's it's well, it's the one about Teddy. So uh, over to you, Rich. Yeah. So when Pat brought this up on the chat, I hadn't seen it, and so I wasn't really sure what to expect. But it's it's a pretty lame, horrendous, non-attempt to make a tackle on a player after a turnover um, when the play went all the way back for, for for six and my initial reaction was that's really shit like you, you deserve to be shouted at by everyone and your teammates and you know ridiculed but the man's had a lot of injury issues and I do wonder whether that makes a little bit more sense in that context of just just being like you know what it's, it's really not worth it I'm just gonna sit this one out this was my thought on it because he got so much abuse on on the socials for his lack of tackle. But quarterbacks, when they're running with the ball, slide and keep out of the way of everyone as much as they possibly can. And this is also a guy who's had an injury so bad that his leg was virtually not attached to the rest of his body. So I'm going to forgive him. I think, you know, keep yourself healthy, mate. Live to fight another day. I, I am too. I mean, how... What would the narrative be or what would the headline be if he'd injured himself making that tackle? Like throw it, right. throw it back that way. And for, for all the quarterbacks being protected in the league, uh, it, imagine that, you know, he, dare, dare I say, seriously hurts himself putting his body on the line for, well, it wasn't in a funny way because it wasn't an interception, was it? It was a fumble recovery. So it's not even atoning from his own error. Right. I have I have more of an issue with his explanation, which I read earlier today, which was that he was trying to funnel the player back inside where he would get tackled by other Denver Broncos. That's a worse explanation than just, I didn't <laughs> okay, want to risk getting bullshit. horrifically injured again. Yeah, I think it happens every week. The problem is he got too close to the ball. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have no issue with it. Quarterbacks can't tackle anyway. It's like... Ryan Tannehill. Why, 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 <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think this is a, a, a non-issue. Guys had a bad injury. He, he got. There's a bad angle in terms of the camera. Um, and actually, I, I think I quite liked what. He, if you read, I don't know what you read, Rich. Sorry, but I saw the actual interview, and he said, "Yeah, you know, we looked it back, and I've definitely got to do more there." So, you know, say what you got to say. I don't think that's why they lost the game. You probably. You're not losing a game because your quarterback didn't make a tackle. It's just unfortunate it was caught at the manner it was caught. And then he sort of he sort of goes to make the tackle, but then, then blatantly bails. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been better off just completely ignoring the play and pretending to play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna get you. No, I'm not. <laughs> he, would have, he would have been better off feigning that he'd slipped on the turf. That That's the classic one with quarterbacks, isn't it? It's like, oh, I'm going to go for it. Oh, I've, I've tripped over my own feet. Do you know that there's, it's like a, fans react to stuff like if you're a broncos fan you probably look at that and think oh that that looks really shit but and it's it's like when a, a quarterback throws a block down the field or something and you think yeah and that gets gets the juices flowing but actually actually it's pretty stupid at times like unless you know if it, that's that's not his job you know there are linemen that should be doing that you know it, yeah it's, it's everyone's it's, job in that situation and i would argue how can you lead your team and expect your team to put their bodies on the line for you if you aren't willing to do the same? You've got to lead by example to an extent, and he absolutely didn't. But I'm a quarterback. I'm the quarterback. Make the tackle. 
It's a close game. If you get hurt, Drew Locke comes in. He's not that much worse than you. We still have a chance to win the game. If you bail, we have less of a chance to win the game. Do you know what, chaps? That's four minutes. <laughs> what a way to end. I like that. Controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> shall we? Shall we? The hate makers at the death. Love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, we can't elaborate on that. Let's move on to the next hot topic. And Craig wants to talk about a certain Los Angeles-based quarterback. <laughs> I mean, you guys love him. I've said from day one, he is bang average. So somebody, the argument we've had on here is, and I quote, Matt Stafford is elite. That age, well, somebody convinced me. Well, no one was perfect. elite. I don't, want, I don't think anyone Literally, said he was elite. I think the argument was that he's better than Jared Goff. Yeah, you to step up with Jared Goff. You made the argument that Matt Stafford is elite. They I, I'd love to hear that. Words. I'd love to hear that take back because I'm pretty I sure think, I was arguing that he was just not as... He no, was significantly was, better than Goff. No, which it turns all, out he's not. And I don't mind taking the heat for that. <laughs> but you, but I never said he was elite. Always, he was bang average and you've all made the argument that he's top five. This this is the answer. What The problem was Detroit. Despite me making the point, time and time again, he had the best receiver of his generation. Matt Stafford's hasn't got the stones. And to look at that Los Angeles... And the thing is, that Rams team, I, I still expect to make the playoffs. I don't... I, I would be absolutely shocked. He's still a serviceable quarterback. But any argument that this guy is a top-five quarterback has to be put to bed, surely. Are we Are we not overreacting to a couple of losses? Like, it's it's very easy to look at what's happened most recently in the NFL and make judgments. Um, but their first... Like they were seven and one, and they're now seven and three. Is that right? I think so. They were they were looking pretty good, and he he was he got that offense. That offense was prolific, and it still might be prolific. And he's 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 injected something. He's given that team a, a shot in the arm. Um, there's there's an argument to say that if you look at um, passing yards at the moment in the season, who's number one? Oh, that'll be Matt Stafford. Nice. Yeah. I mean. I take away his take away his first four games. I think he had he was seven and one in touchdowns and interceptions, <clears throat> and on the season he's something like twenty four and nine. So you take away those first four, four games and he go drop to like sixteen and eight or whatever it is. The, the guy's just a bang average. Why are you taking away Coop, the first four games? Coop, just well, to um, well they started well they they started <laughs> extremely they started extremely hot. Um, uh, we the, my my big issue is. Like I said, he's a very bang average quarterback. That offense runs best when it's in rhythm. And I think given the time he's had at the team, the fact that he cannot hit receivers in stride, he's constantly behind or over receivers. Sits directly. I mean, that is the that is your bread and butter. That's your number one job. And I don't understand why he, for some reason, gets a pass. Cooper Cup is playing out of his mind. Daryl Henderson. No one's talking about him, arguably. So, who, uh, hold on. Who, hold on. Cooper Cup's playing out of his mind. Who's throwing him the ball? Yeah, but he's not, he's not doing that by himself. You, you, you've got to go and get it, right? And when you've got the, the best running game in the league, I, 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 at times... That's running game? What? At times. At times. Henderson has been brilliant. They're, they're a million miles away from top in the running game. No, but in terms of individual performances, Henderson has been brilliant. 
And I don't understand why when Stafford makes mistakes, he seems to get get off scot-free. There's there's no way he should be making the amount of mistakes he's made in the last four games. Don't understand how he it seems to be beyond criticism so consistently. I, I last two games I agree he's been poor, but at the end of the day, he's still first in passing yards, third in passing touchdowns. He's got the number one passing receiving yards um, and highest touchdown receiver. Look in the at that! As well. That's another four minutes. This is good, isn't it? I like this. Um, let's especially move when on. Craig's, especially when Craig's wrong. That's always nice. Right. Well, we 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 won't get the opportunity to find out either way. We'll never um, know. Let's move to the next hot topic, and this is you now, Mark, and hmm. about the Bucks. Yeah, it's um, it's it's. I think that they've obviously had. A, by all accounts, a, a fantastic season. But the last couple of games, when you're losing to teams that are being led by Trevor Simeon and Taylor Heineke, um, and offences looking, picking up injuries, offence looking a little bit all over the place, giving up to Washington a 10-minute drive to clear, end out a game, um, defence not looking all that, um, Vita Vea going down in the last game, injured potentially for the season. I just wonder if um, there's there's issues, calls for concern at uh, over in Tampa Bay. How's how's the quarterback doing? Do we think <laughs> worse than Matt Stafford? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to see Craig riled up on that one. <laughs> he, did, he did have a bad game though, but he seems to have the occasional one this year where it's the Arians thing, isn't it? Of you, you worry less about throwing interceptions. It's all about pushing the ball downfield, and sometimes you're gonna get you're gonna get those games. I worry about I worry about them losing defensive pieces more than I worry about whether the yeah. offense can can spark. Yeah. I think definitely that's the bigger issue for them is that could put them in real trouble if if they can't hit those heights again. They have to keep Tom Brady on his feet. He can't he can't make a play out of the pocket. He can't make a play off the cuff. So you you have to be able to play to script and that offensive line um hasn't hasn't been great a few weeks. Um but my yeah, I agree. If that defense is not pushing, if that front line is not getting pressure, um it's a it's a problem for Tampa for sure. I still think they're too talented. I do think they've got such they do have such offensive weapons and they have got big players on that defense. I can't see them not doing well for long. Um but it is it is a cause for concern for sure. I think I think the biggest thing in their favour though is the remaining schedule they have is Buffalo. I'm not even sure I'm convinced by New Orleans when, now that they've easy. got their situation. Oh, but that that's about that's about all they've got left in terms of tough teams. Everyone else on there. But you would have but, but you'd have looked at it and before the last two games you would have said the same thing about New Orleans and Washington. And they've they've yeah, dropped yeah. they've dropped yeah. a bollock to both. Truth. I think that you look at the, you look at the defensive injuries at the moment. They're down, I think, six cornerbacks. They're now down their best nose tackle um, that was crucial to stopping the run, and that was the thing I think that really like sent alarm bells for me. It was how Washington ran the ball on them in that final ten minute drive to seal the game, and they just couldn't find a way to stop it. And I think if that continues, they're going to have to score a lot of points through that offense in order to stay stay competitive. 
Yeah, but again, their defence is still middle of the road. It looks reasonable. I think their biggest <clears throat> issue is uh, lack of production from the running game. And they're like 26th or something. It's a long way down the charts. And if you're that unbalanced, it makes it easier for teams like Washington to scheme against you. I yeah. think there's a certain extent, you know, you've got Brady. You take advantage of having Brady um, rather than lean <clears throat> on the running game. I don't, I don't know. A quick, quick thought on that. the end of that game. Washington, the stones to go for it on fourth down rather than kick the field goal. Fair play. Don't give them take, the ball back. A, you've got an opportunity mm-hmm. to win the game and yeah. seize the moment. Absolutely love that. Yeah. Also particularly enjoyed them going for two and then kneeling on it so that it, it couldn't be an eight-point game. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah. Just, just a proper flip the bird at the uh, opposition bench. <laughs> absolutely what you should do. You know, you, that's that's... They've won the game at that point by doing yeah. that. So absolutely, that, that's another four minutes. This another is good. Half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's me next, and in fact, we're we're going back to the NFC West. Do you remember at the start of the year when we were all saying that that's the best division in football? They've got four potentially four playoff teams from that division. Um. A couple of them are struggling. A couple of them have got losing records. And a couple of them are, are faltering, even though they've started really strong. Uh, maybe we've built the NFC West up a bit too much. I think that there's a massive part of this is injury, isn't it? It's the 49ers have had their, their standard annual culling of players because of injury. The Cardinals, if you'd have offered them one and one without... Um, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, they'd have taken it. They're only they only lost that game because of because of injury, and the Seahawks obviously lost Russ Wilson. Um, I, I think a lot of their the struggles with those teams at the moment, except for necessarily the Rams, um, a lot of the struggles are down to people that are getting hurt. Yeah, I, you could I see think... this. Sorry, you could see the Sorry, Seahawks missed Wilson with the number of points they scored this week. So it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was. He clearly wasn't right, though, was he? I don't think so. But I also think it was a bit cold. The fact that they've rushed him back so quickly shows the depth of the issues that they've got in terms of that. That squad overall is bad at the moment, yeah. and they they desperately, desperately needed some kind of spark from him. And I, I mean, I've been expecting this from the Seahawks for years, and it's finally, finally happened where. They, it's just too threadbare there, and they you need say to expecting. I just it seemed like you meant the word hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both of these things can be true, um, I but think... I do think. I mean, losing Carson hasn't helped because he's really held together that run game the last couple of seasons. But I but just... also they lose him every season, so they should be used to that by now. That's... Yeah, that's true. But it should. It just feels like they're at that point where. They just need to accept that it's time to do a full rebuild there. That that it won't hurt them to have a low, you know, low finish this season, get some good draft picks in and and try and move forward next year or the year after. But it is at that point now where I don't think I don't think they can recover that season. I don't know what to think of the Niners. I think Rich, the other two teams a, will be fine. A question on the Niners. Mark mentioned injuries. Is that not is that really the issue now? Like, statistically, they haven't had the levels of injuries that they had a year ago. 
Right. But obviously it depends who they are and where they are. But is that, I mean, it's weird having this conversation when they've had a fantastic Monday night win against the Rams, by the way. But <laughs> yeah. Is, well, is that, that just actually seems a fair to stand thing? Now. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter how bad we are, we'll still beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's five in a row now, even even with all the that's, injury issues we had last cool. year. Yeah. Um, th- this year's been more positional group injuries rather than necessarily big player injuries. So we had most of our running backs gone down at one point or another. Uh, we had huge issues in the secondary where we lost. Last week, we had both strong, both our safeties and all our corners out. Um, and it, part of that is because we haven't invested there. We haven't put massive capital into the secondary We've expected that veteran players or guys that have been injured before won't get injured again. And surprisingly, they get injured again. Like relying on, you know, Jimmy Ward is a brilliant player, but he's off the field a lot. And he did, that's he did all right. He did all right last night, didn't he? Brilliant. Really? But he's brilliant when he's on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, you're going to lose games from him. That's another four minutes. There we go. Another hot topic covered. Um, Pat, you're up next. You uh, you want to talk about a couple of namesakes with the same initial and surname? Um, I'm hoping to fit three, and we'll see how we go. Oh, Simmons's okay. Simmons's right. was the title because um, I, I just fancied being a little bit enigmatic. I, I loved Justin Simmons' performance with the Broncos, although it was in a, a losing effort. He's a real key piece in that secondary. Forty-seven tackles, four interceptions already this season. It's consistently good. And a real strong um, supporting cast for the young um, members of that secondary, like Pat Satan, they've got going there. Then Jeffrey Simmons, magnificent again for the Titans. Seven and a half sacks on the season already. Titans only had 19 sacks total in 2020, and that might include the postseason. I couldn't tell from the stats page. So he's significantly up in their production in a really vital pass rush area. Can I, can I compare him to Aaron Donald? No. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to. Okay. He is phenomenal. What? Watch. Watch him. Watch him. Seriously, it's unbelievable. He's no. turning into something incredible. Believe me. No. He looked like Taven Bryan did against the Bills <laughs> on uh, Sunday. It was very impressive. And uh, the final, what Simmons is uh, Isaiah, who um, got pilloried in his first season after he was drafted high and then didn't quite deliver to the unrealistic level everyone expected for a first-year linebacker. 67 tackles already on the season. He's stepped up his game to the levels people expected and done it very quietly because like, people wrote him off after a season and have forgotten about him now. So I'm glad to see him picking up because he's an exciting player and you want to see players like that succeeding. I wasn't sure if you were going to talk about Hertfordshire bakeries in this segment, <laughs> um, but that might be too niche even for us. I'm vaguely disappointed that uh, Gene Simmons hasn't made it in the NFL then. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting two minutes into this segment to be scraping the barrel for other Simmonses. Um, <laughs> but um, Denver and that defence, he's he's brought some some leadership um, without doubt. They, I mean, they've, they're kind of one of those teams that have, their, their defence has been largely formidable over the past few years anyway so you sort of expect it from the Broncos but uh, with some questionable pieces on offense you look at their record and he's a he's a big part of that mm. and to have lost Von Miller and not really taken a backward step as a defense is damn impressive yeah yeah I mean they've, they've 
those I mean it, it's a weird it's a weird result with the Eagles um, but yeah as as we've as we've said already there's plenty of plenty of bonkers results and we may come to in another hot topic spoiler <laughs> um, appreciate the love for Jeffrey as as I say it's he's brought uh, we I've, I've been I'm seeing him seeing it the last couple of years as well but this year with the right pieces around him um, if you one off one guy in the O line just won't cut it with him, and it just it, and it not only is bringing him some success, but it's open opening up um, success for other guys like like Autry, Bud Dupree. That sounds ridiculous for him to not be a decoy, but um, it's uh, having having a pass rush is everything. Mm. And I feel like I shouldn't as a Jags fan, but I also think credit where it's due. Like when we uh, bigged up Christian Fulton's performances early in the season, you know, it's there. Playing out of their skin, and that deserves uh, credit. Rich, Rich is speaking with a muted microphone. Oh, always good. Um, the it's the the thing with those guys in the interior is it's the ability to to chew up blocks and just free up other people, and it's always underrated. I remember watching Justin Smith um, for the Niners early on, and then the job that DeForest Buckner. Did. It's another. It's another four minutes. Um, <laughs> we'll never know. Lyman, I'll come back to that next week. <laughs> you, we'll never come back to that. <laughs> Correct. All right. Next. Next hot topic, Rich. We're going to go back to you and uh, what's going on in Maryland. Yeah. What is going on in Baltimore? They they looked absolutely unstoppable, particularly on offense at the start of this year, and the last three games they've looked really, really shaky. So. The Cincinnati loss, the 41-17, if it was just that, you could put it down to it's just a blip. It's just one of those things. You know, you, you come out, you have a weak start against the Vikings, and then you come back to win that in overtime. And then all of a sudden, they're listless against Miami again. I I don't know if there are injuries there that I've not been able to dig out, but they just there's something going on, and I can't work out what is happening because it feels like that transition from... Lamar's first season where they're unstoppable to the next season or the third season when all of a sudden everyone had just figured them out. All of a sudden people just seem to have figured them out again. And Miami spent the entire game blitzing uh, Lamar and the Ravens just didn't seem to be able to do anything about it. Miami had a game plan. They were, I think they went like cover zero on 40 plays. They did. So like it's it's bonkers, but they, they but they they stuck to their guns and they're like, right, this is this is what we're going to do. Baltimore obviously weren't expecting it. They blitzed at least one DB more than anyone has in five years, at least two DBs more than anyone has in ten years, and at least three DBs more than anyone has in fifteen years. They just kept sending massive blitz packages, and the Ravens couldn't do anything about it. But apparently, that's. That's a Dolphins thing anyway. I haven't really watched that much of them this season, but based on what I've read, they blitz more than they normally do, but they're always a blitz-heavy team. And so the Ravens should have known that and should have prepared for it, but they didn't look like they were expecting this. Is, is there an element of it being Thursday, Thursday night football? I don't want to make excuses necessarily, but where you've got a, an away trip on a short week, historically teams struggle with that. After an overtime uh, win as well, so I mean there is an element of that. But I, I, if it was a one again, if it was a one-off, you could imagine it. You know the, these things happen, but 
three games in a row where they've really not looked themselves, should we be worried? I think there's a lot. There's a lot on Lamar's shoulders, isn't there? That's like, that's the thing. And as great as he is, like you just you, he deserves he deserves more around him. And I, I know they've had their injuries at running back, but you just feel like he's a bit devoid of much help. Yeah, he's a got lo- nothing. <laughs> a lot seems to come down to whether Hollywood Brown decides whether he wants to catch the ball or not. Because I've seen multiple games this season where he's had like eight catches and two touchdowns and look brilliant or whatever. And then another game where he's dropped five passes in a row. Yeah. And let's be fair, there's a point in Castellano who's doing much the same. Sammy Watkins, horrific drop and then a fumble. Uh, Freeman had a horrific drop just before the end zone interception right near the end that could have set them up for a game winning drive if they'd um, had a bit more time on the clock. So the supporting cast isn't helping when your second best receiver is a first year rookie. Richard Bateman, it's, uh, well, excluding um, tight ends, I suppose. But the supporting cast isn't helping enough. It just, it just feels it feels for me that like every team has gone through this. You know, like we're talking about the Bucks having a blip of a couple of games. The the Bills clearly did. The Ravens clearly, did, uh, clearly are at the moment. The Rams have lost a couple of games. It's really only the Titans earlier on in the season that aren't going through, haven't had their dodgy period yet um and that's probably coming next week (laughs) yeah now i've said that um i don't know it's just it's part and parcel of the whole like this is a weird nfl season where you know results don't always go as you expect there you go it's another four minutes covered off um next up i feel like we can do this topic in about eight seconds (laughs) (laughs) what is mac jones any good no. <laughs> oh, do you know? I I disagree. I'm like, and I'm gutted to say it, but I think the lad's been all right. Like, I, if I, if I, I don't, if, I don't I, want to say he's good. I think he is. He's, he's certainly been put into a system that's designed to take advantage of what he is good at, which is yeah. a different thing. I think that one thing that impressed me was against the Browns. Um, he and and I'm sure it was the plan, but he executed it well. You look at how aggressive their defense was. And you just had Miles Garrett charging at him and they were blitzing him every time. And he was savvy enough to be able to just think, oh, look, you left a massive gap 10 yards down the field. I'll just dink a little past 10 yards into that space then. Thanks very much. And he took it all day long. And it's, you know, it's in theory an easy pass to make, although I'm not convinced how easy it is when you've got Miles Garrett charging at you every play. But he was decent enough to make it. Believe me, no one wants to see him fail more than I do. (laughs) But... but I think the lad's been all right, if I'm honest. To be fair, I assume Craig wants him to fail right now until he goes to Tampa and then Craig will love him. I know, because oh, no, Craig's, Craig Craig's a Pats, Pats fan. Well. He's a Pats Craig... fan now. Yeah, he is. More than the <laughs> no, Jets. No, I'm not. They put 50 on us the other day. I'm not a fucking Pats fan, you idiot. Um, <laughs> with your stupid fucking haircut. Um, no, <laughs> I, I think I actually think Matt Jones is all right as well. I can't, I can't, disagree, with, um, I can't disagree with Mark. I think... The, the, it shows actually, you know, you can kind of understand why Cam ended up moving on. It seems as though he's still got plenty left, but Mac fits the system. And this instant success that the, is expected in the NFL today is not what has historically been the case in the NFL. It, it typically takes particularly quarterbacks 
year, two years, three years. Not even just quarterbacks, players some time to adjust. And so, you know, if he has some wins and some losses this year and able to really take over that stability that Tom Brady provided there, it, it it's kind of the jury on uh, on Belichick, isn't it? I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how he does. I'd like him to fail. I'd like them to crumble. Um, but unfortunately, I'm not sure that's going to happen. The word I'd use for the guy is serviceable, and we've seen what serviceable can deliver in New England. So that doesn't bode well for that co- that division and that conference. Um, what System I've been quarterbacks do well there, don't they? I think Pat <laughs> just literally just made that point. <laughs> I well, I think I think given another season people work out his tendencies and his weaknesses better. Yeah. Right now he is he was always put down as the most NFL ready rookie QB and I think he's shown that and I'm when I say no I'm being you know overplaying it. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback but I do think he's he's limited in what he can do and when teams force him to play outside the structure that he is comfortable in he will struggle and he will have bad games i think that he's he's what he's never going to be at the moment in this system is exciting it's um you know the guy only missed four passes in the game against cleveland but he was still under 200 yards um it's it's you know it's those short dink dunk passes but it it when it got you a when he stuck a 40 burger on one of the best defenses in the league you've not done something too bad but it's the same about exciting if you're winning it's yeah. the same argument yeah, yeah. that people use against jimmy g which unfortunately i've had to come around to which is that it's fine when you're ahead and you can manage the game and you can lean on the run when you've got to try and keep up or get ahead of or get back against a team that are two three scores up he's not going to be able to do that yeah luckily there's only five seconds left and I've, I've made a point of using those five seconds to tell you that there's only five seconds left, so we're not going to mention anything more about Mac Jones. Next up, uh, Pat, uh, you wanted to talk about the Chiefs for four minutes. Yes, well, I mean, it, they smashed the Raiders 41-14 to 14 this week. And, palindrome. Yeah, I enjoyed the palindrome score. And... The only times they failed to score on their drives was the opening drive punt, uh, the drive just before half-time, which ended in a missed field goal because they hardly had any time on the clock, and the victory formation drive at the end of the second quarter, sorry, second half. So you can see how it was difficult for the Raiders to keep up with them. And a couple of turnovers in the second half, suddenly it was a one-horse race. But the question is, are they back? Is that going to be consistently there for them? And I think the, the still worrying signs for me, the run game's sort of re-establishing itself there, but it's shaky, I think. Pat Mahomes is still missing throws you wouldn't expect him to miss. So in the midst of all the impressiveness of the win against the Raiders, you kind of wonder how much of that was the Raiders having a really poor period and just falling out of the game. For me, for me, it's that. I think this was more of a reflection of the way that the the bottom is falling out of the Raiders at the moment with all their off-field issues, with everything that's going on there, coaching changes, new coaches, new coaching bump has been, it lasted those two games against um, the Broncos and the Eagles, but they'd lost the two games previous to that. They've lost the two games since. Um, for me, this is more a reflection of how they are, despite, you know, Mahomes and the receivers clearly played very well, but... Um, 
you know, I, I think this is on on the Raiders for the, for the how easy this win was. They've they've lost four games to. I'm just checking, but the the Ravens, the Chargers, the Bills, and the Titans. But it's not. It doesn't feel like they're. Well, they're not losing to bad teams. Is I suppose my point, and they're maybe they've looked a bit anemic. But when you say, are they back? I mean, did they? If they went away, I don't think they went that far. I think this is that not down to the fact that it was you know we were only talking about them. They beat the Packers. Yes, they beat the Packers, but they only scored thirteen. Not well, points. yeah, yeah, sure. They, sure. they beat they beat the Giants, but only scored twenty points. It's you know they are two even, good defenses. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. But it was just even in those games that they were winning, they weren't winning in that convincing Chief style that you expect them to win up until this week. Yeah, I asked the question in the fate of hopes that the Chargers can retake the lead in the division and prove my preseason prediction right, which is looking less and less likely with every passing game. But, you know, a man can dream. <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers have just become unpredictable, haven't they? Like Craig touched on it earlier. Like they're, you think they look great and then the ne- next week they don't win a game you expect them to win. It's just it? the same old Chargers, man. Yeah. I just don't, I just think they're whack. <laughs> Yeah, even even with the change, because you thought maybe the change in head coaching and that kind of stuff might change things, but they just they don't seem they're a franchise that can't get out of their own way. It's a good segue into uh, the next section as well. Oh well, I mean there are thirty five seconds left. I don't, yeah, but I don't the Chiefs have enough press them. as it is, don't they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's waste the, let's waste those seconds and go straight. <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, and the next, the next hot topic. Uh, where are we? So, Craig, um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, firstly, NFL. I, I love a tie in the NFL. I don't give a shit. I know the Americans don't. I fucking love it. It's my <laughs> favorite do. thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, and I, I, you know, before we talk about my my main point, I got a shout out to Detroit. I was a suffering Jets fan. Watching these bums fight two for nail every week is sickening. <laughs> it is so heartbreaking to watch this this ch- these chumps go out there and lay it all on the line every week. Um, so shout out to Trip, but I don't know. It feels Steelers. Steelers have a, a very sort of to use a UK analogy, a top four feel about them. They're just. Almost, they're the standard of the NFL and big, big Mike Tomlin fan. Uh, I'm struggling to see how the Steelers get through the next five years. I just think there are more holes than Big Ben, and that isn't doesn't seem to have a natural. <laughs> yeah, he is. We all, we all say every year that Big Ben's done, don't we? Oh, he must no, be done. No, but he soon. is done. But, He's got but to be. They, they keep winning games. Yeah, and and you know, they I imagine they'll they've got you know the run. I think the running back Najee Harris is brilliant. I think that's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic draft pick. Um, and go some way to fixing the the wider problem. But I do think, I mean, I've got questions about the offensive line. I've got questions about the quarterback. I've got questions about the secondary. I, I, how do the Steelers continue to remain? the Steelers in the NFC over the next five years. So have, have they got enough to continue to... And bear in mind, they haven't really... I'm, I'm, I think, am I right in saying they haven't won a playoff game in five years? So despite being being in it, they're not 
They're not going deep. They're not competing. It's difficult to see what the Steelers need to do. I mean, part Surely... of the problem is quarterback replacement. Yeah. Recruitment. Because we've seen Hodges and Rudolph, ain't it? And Rudolph, yeah. yeah. And they both look... And like you don't want to crap on quarterbacks too early, yeah. but you've seen nothing from him to think that's a guy I want at the helm long term, despite the fact he's sat behind an experienced veteran for a few seasons to learn and uh, had a few chances to start. You've not, I've not seen any progression there. Yeah, I, it feels like the Steelers either need to go full rebuild once Ben's gone or try and grab a um, a decent veteran QB. But I don't know. I, I don't know that I see that they've got the depth there. You know, they keep, they haven't really replaced the talent that they had four or five years ago. And it feels like, like you say, Tomlin's such a great coach. He's sort of able to hold it together. Yeah. I I'm not sure. I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I agree with that. I think that when you look at Najee Harris, he, yeah, he's not prime Le'Veon Bell, but he's perfectly serviceable. I think their wide receiver options look good. I think their defense is still as good as it's ever been. And is it made their it defense? Good. Is I think is if you look at their secondary, I think particularly is decent, and the the individual talent on the D line is still you know it, you've got one of the best pass rushes in the league in um in T J Watt. Watt. Um, yeah, he's Mink, Mink Fitzpatrick is is one of the best safeties in the game. So outside of Fitzpatrick and T J Watt. They've still got plenty, plenty talent on that defensive side of the ball. For for me, it starts and stops with how how they're they're Big Ben, because I don't care how good the rest of your players are. If your quarterback isn't up to it, you ain't going nowhere. I agree with you on the defense. I don't agree on the wide receiver. I don't think their receiving options are particularly good. They're certainly not compared to a couple of years ago. You, you know, you, you look I, at fairly, Brown I, I, and I like he's, he's Juju. I like, I like Claypool's Claypool. good. I think Deontay Johnson's a very, very good might, They might receiver. be, but they're, they're not four minutes 30 good. So uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> You're not paying attention. You should have cut us off ages ago. <laughs> right. Um, next up, in fact, last up, um, the last hot topic, uh, Mark, and it's a bit of a general one. Yeah, it just feels like there's been, we've alluded to it a little bit now, there's been a huge amount of very, very weird results this season. And by that, I mean shocks, surprises, um, and teams losing games that you that you don't expect them to lose. Just this week, um, I, I guess the Rams losing to the 49ers is a bit of a surprise. The Dolphins' victory over the Ravens, Washington over the Buccaneers. Uh, Jaguars over the Bills. Well, yeah. So week previous to that, there was even more Jags beating the Bills, um, the, with the, the Cowboys losing to the Broncos in the manner that they did. Um, there's just been a huge amount, and then a lot of the, there's been an awful lot of blowouts as well this season. It's, and I can't work out if that means that the season has been good, or whether there's just a lot of really cack teams that can't stay consistent. Is there is, is there any science to this? I, uh... Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, not unless, I'm, Pratt, I'm not unless Pat's brought it and he said no. So <laughs> yep. this 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 is literally what I love about the NFL. This yeah, is yeah. The, what I love about the NFL in a nutshell is that we we do this. You know, we 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 spend a couple of hours every week. Have done for the last four years or whatever it is of the show with our mates talking about something that we think we know about when we know absolutely fuck all because it's it's it's, 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 it's batshit crazy 
if it yeah. was predictable and we knew, we might have won some money for charity by now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just brilliant. Um, every other, whenever I describe it to friends who don't really follow football or don't have any idea about football, I always use the analogy that like like in football, normal football, soccer, like a throw-in counts. Like every little decision makes an impact, and and that's why we see these swings. The Jets have have been dog shit and beat two of the better teams in the NFL. Explain it. Go for it. I'll wait. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I couldn't couldn't agree more with all that. It's that's why we watch it. I do think there are less out and out dog shit teams this year than there are normally. There's a number of teams that have all got no one two losses this uh like this point in the season there's normally like a bunch of them and people are watching them to see who's going to get first pick in the draft this season it feels like there's a lot more of those teams in that kind of two games either side of 500 just everyone's bunched in there now and i don't remember a a, a season for a while where that's been the case i think the broncos, it says to me broncos are the classic like absolutely smash the Cowboys and then the Eagles come in a week later a mile high and, and do them over convincingly. So. I think it says to me, as, as Bruce Arians alluded to after their, their defeat in Washington, that if you're not turning up and being absolutely ready to play against anyone in this division, you will get beaten. The Bills were not ready to play against Jacksonville and we and, and it showed it. Right. It's that's you know, it's you've got to be you've got to be ready to go. You look at the AFC, you've got Pittsburgh in fourth place at five and three and one, and you've got Denver fifth from bottom on five and five. It's that's mad. <laughs> the margins are very fine and you look at like some of the backup quarterbacks or like fringe starting quarterbacks who look terrible. Mm. And then you think like how good would they have looked in college compared to what they're looking at now. And it's just the, the margins are so fine that it doesn't take very much for you to suddenly look abysmal. And in any given game, you know, you only need a couple of very slight mistakes, bad officiating calls, suddenly momentum snowballs and you're in a lot of trouble. Time's up, gentlemen. How about that? Um, lots feel of like, hot I feel like that's the longest subject out of all of these. We could go on for hours about that shit. We could go on for hours about all of them. Oh, that's true. Let's be honest, but that was... Sorry. <laughs> there we go. Um, that's our new regular feature of the show. We'll definitely do it again. <laughs> I'd love to say I really hope that you sliced the actual audio in over the top of you holding your phone up to your microphone, not, but no, we know that's no, not going to happen. No. That's, uh, God, it's a pain. It's, it's hard enough work editing this as it is. <laughs> do, you, do you think the sonic music appears by itself? <laughs> <laughs> wait speaking that's playing in the background while we do though sorry yeah 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 absolutely yes yes of course um speaking of which shall we shall we preview some games let's do it all right Thursday night football is new england at atlanta mac jones and the pats look to keep their impressive away form going against the rudderless falcons houston at tennessee the Texans look worse and worse every week, and I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> New Orleans at Philadelphia. I mean, every game in the NFC is a chance to secure a playoff spot, and either team with a couple of wins remain right in the mix. 
That makes this game still interesting. Miami at New York Jets. Honestly, no idea about this one. Both defences could be decent on their day, but no consistency. Offences, who knows? Could be 6-3, could be 45-10, could be 38-35 to either team. Honestly, no idea. Craig, does that sum it up? Facts. <laughs> Washington at Carolina. Carolina is still very much in the playoff hunt. The big question is whether Cam will be QB1 this weekend. Indianapolis at Buffalo. This could be an absolute slobber knocker. Hard to tell whether it will be low scoring or high scoring, but I expect it to be close either way. Detroit at Cleveland. What fun way will the Lions find to avoid winning this week? <laughs> San Francisco at Jacksonville. Both teams have had improving performances. Unfortunately, I think the Niners are really well placed to deal with what the Jags do well. Stop the run and I think it's a tough out for the boys from Duval. What do you mean, unfortunately? The Jags do something well. (laughs) (laughs) Green Bay at Minnesota. Could be a season definer for the Vikings. Win and the world will believe in you. Lose and the road to the playoffs gets harder. Baltimore at Chicago. Baltimore are clear favourites here and should really be able to use this game as a springboard to get back on track. Cincinnati at Las Vegas. Two teams both with winning records, but also with some serious questions onto their playoff prospects. A very much coin flip game in Sin City. Arizona at Seattle. With all the injuries on these two teams, I'm expecting this game to be an absolute mess. Dallas at Kansas City. Total NFL media orgy of hype, more hype, (laughs) and hopefully some quality to back it all up. Pittsburgh at LA Chargers. The Chargers have a talented roster, but that's not stopped them from losing recent games against the Pats and the Vikings. And finally, Monday Night Football is New York Giants at Tampa Bay. Brady with a bounce-back game could get messy for the G-men in Tampa. I like the Bucks here by 17. Yeah, could be. I think, yeah. They're the Giants I... just don't have enough offensively. Giants getting think. smashed on Monday Night Football is just traditional at this point, isn't it? <laughs> both both primetime games feel like weird choices to me. But yeah. well, Pittsburgh charge, yeah, it doesn't. Mm, it's it's yeah, like there's some. Why the Giants keep ending up on primetime just fucks me off. <laughs> no, always. Only always once will be. in New York. Correct. Yeah. There is <laughs> Li- literally fact. <laughs> it's not. He's not wrong. <laughs> another another fact is that the Niners haven't played in Jacksonville for sixteen years. Yeah, I think our last home game against, or our last away game, home game for the for the Jags was London game. Uh, it was. That would have been a while back. It would have been eight years ago. Yeah, and incredibly windy. We had a massive storm that wiped out half of Southern England's transport network that night. <laughs> um, bugger to get home. No, that's neither here nor there. It's still uh, sticks in the mind. It was. It was like a weather from eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was like a massive one. It was one of you know proper, you know Michael Fish telling people not to panic sort of storm as as I recall. Are you still talking about it? Yes. Yes. Um, Low low pressure weather system developed across the Atlantic. (laughs) I think Craig's fallen asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, it was very much like quiz information. (laughs) 
I mean, quiz information is more useful than any of that. <laughs> All right, shall we get into some any other business? And in fact, in fact, um, Pat, um, before we do that. Ugh, horrible. Oh, don't say that about the Jags. No. Things Pat hates. Cam Newton's Instagram font. That's <laughs> font. Yeah, it is annoying. It's also oh. out of date because he's deleted his account, but still, back in the day. <laughs> but... yeah. It was like it was like full of hi- hieroglyphs and stuff, wasn't it? Windings. It was like, yeah, it was really annoying. So technically, just... this is a things Pat hated. Yeah, just imagine his dress sense as a font, well, as a typeface, <laughs> and then you'll get it. He's back, though. He is back. Yeah. Very I did quite enjoy that. that, to be fair. On his yeah, four, four plays that he was actually on the pitch. But I enjoyed the fact the Panthers are playing, paying Cam's replacement, who now plays for Denver, Cam's replacement's replacement, and now Cam again. That is a lovely <laughs> circle. <laughs> Just keep using him like Taysom Hill and we'll all be uh, entertained. Do, do you know, that, that that's... I don't, I don't want to get back into NFL for too long, but that kind of annoyed me. One of the I don't know who was commentating on that game, but the first time he was in, it was... It, Said something like, "Everyone knew." Oh, the defense. The defense knows he's going to run. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. That's literally the point. Is if they you use a running back in that situation, if that's what they knew, the guy's a quarterback. <laughs> he, it, literally, the point is they don't know he's going to run. And he, then, and, the, and then the next run. time he had it, he threw it. He threw it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in exactly <laughs> the same position. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, yeah, just lazy. I feel like I feel like um, Sam Donald needs a bit of a hug because yeah, it's, it's rough not, for him. not gone well for him, has it? It's rough, 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 rough. Yeah. Anyway, these aren't hot topics, are they? Um, <laughs> get the get them on next week's agenda. <laughs> we're not going to do it next week. <laughs> we might do it next week. No, we're going to do it next week. It's a new regular feature of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Any other business? Um, Pat, no particular reason. Let's start with you. Sure. I want to wish Alex Revel good luck in whatever he does after um, resigning as Stevenage manager on Sunday. I'm not surprised. I'm not particularly disappointed. I think it's probably the right thing at the right time, but I really wanted him to succeed because he seems like a really nice bloke and that's not enough. And we're currently in the second half of extra time against MK Dons in a um, FA Cup replay with the under 21's boss in charge. So, uh, yeah, we'll when, see how that goes. I assume Graham Wesley's coming back. And, I mean, I keep voting for it on all the polls because it really infuriates a section <laughs> of Borough fans. <laughs> it's in- incredibly amusing. Um, and uh, it, well, it'll be five times. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we don't need to go there. Look at your face. <laughs> He's never not taken us to sixth in League Two. Who wouldn't take that at this point? I'd have that happily. Well, yeah, this is, this is it. Better the devil you know, I guess. Um, did you say you had another thing, or did I make that up? You made that up. Okay. Um, Rich, any other business? Uh, I wanted to highlight a, a legend of another sport who has retired this week, uh, Valentino Rossi. Oh, the doctor. One of the all-time greatest motorsports, possibly any sports character. 
just incredibly talented. It's unbelievable to still be racing and scoring points in the top class of motorcycle racing in his 40s. He's 42 this year. Um, he's an absolute legend. He's been the face of the sport for two decades. And based on what everyone, literally everyone says about him, a genuinely fun and lovely chap. Um, he's had 22 seasons in the top class nine times world champion, including seven of those in the top class, and 115 wins from 432 Grand Prix starts. It's just, just unbelievable. I don't think we'll ever see anyone quite like him again. The fact that he was able to retire on his own terms and not through injury alone is is remarkable. Just yeah. just an absolute legend. Couldn't okay. agree more. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Craig? <clears throat> uh, not much for me. Uh, okay. Uh, really? <laughs> 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 Do you lose a point for hesitating in your AOB? <laughs> I got screwed with that earlier, didn't I? Um, <laughs> I think not the uh, yeah. rules was your downfall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, as I've got nothing better, I'm gonna just take thirty seconds just to talk about my son and. Uh, over the weekend, me and the boy competed at the Wacko British National uh, Wacko British Championships, which is the biggest kickboxing competition in the country. Um, the last six weeks, have been really focused on it. One of the reasons NFL's definitely not been a priority for me. Um, just been a shitload of training and shit. And uh, yeah, my son's twelve. He was desperate to win. Worked really fucking hard and uh, got a silver medal. And definitely deserve more, but you know, certainly the parents out there will know when you see your, your kids truly do well. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm hard on my son as well. Like I'm probably too hard. I coach him as well. It's difficult, blah blah blah. But you know, when they rise to the occasion and that anyway, and and they properly properly succeed, it's it's a I couldn't couldn't be prouder. And I'm taking the opportunity to commit this recording to something because I'll play it to him. I'm I'm the proudest man in the world. I, f- I think so highly of the of him. He's a he's a he's a he's such an impressive young man. So a little bit selfish, but talk about my son. Sorry boys. Craig, you okay. started that with I haven't got anything better. That seemed pretty <laughs> pretty bloody good. <laughs> Don't play that bit to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that, no that's that is absolutely excellent. And why why wouldn't you be proud and why wouldn't you shout from the rooftops love that love that mark um so t- talking of uh, being competitive and working hard and sporting excellence um one story that grabbed my attention this week was someone who was clearly a little bit too desperate to get back into uh, their their team's sporting lineup um was a a lady by the name of Amanita Diallo who is a midfielder for PSG Women, who decided that the best way to deal with a, a new signing from Barcelona was apparently to hire two masked men yes, to come boys. and um, attack wow. her and injure her. Um, she's She has since been arrested, and um, apparently this is a a thing that has happened, that she has arranged for someone to come and nobble her direct... Um, a direct competition for her place, and I think that this is Tonya Harding. It is. It is yeah. Tonya Harding for the new generation. 
Um, but instead of whacking her herself, she's um, yeah, she's hired people to come and do it. It's um, it's unbelievable, and I think that there's you know um, there's there's wanting to play, and there's taking it just that little bit too far. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah. Blimey, crazy. So yeah, don't do that as a rule. <laughs> good good you advice. Know, you, you know, play better. <laughs> and the stupid thing was the game before she chose to chose to do this she was in the team at the expense of this person so it's not like she had, wasn't even getting in the side maybe she'd booked the goons and just couldn't like try to cancel she was got, got to cancel it <laughs> you know, if, if you wanted to cancel it you should have paid the extra five five percent uh, for the other rate yeah the cancellation charge <laughs> Uh, also, also that whoever you know those those like goons for hire um maybe like don't rat out the person that's invoiced you and that you're <laughs> it's not really a good business model for you in the long term that that's the problem they there's like a paper trail they invoiced her so you know yeah yeah uh, that was it it's all, it's all gone to shit <laughs> yeah is it battable just just wondering <laughs> i'd like to think she could claim it back yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, I um, oh, I don't know. I was gonna rant about a car park, or no, Again. no one wants to hear that. Yeah, oh, what sort of person like deliberately parks where they know they've blocked someone in? Um, if you park like a prick, then say la vie. <laughs> uh, just a bit if in not... in this where the new office is is a the car park, and that just seems to be the culture. Just it's fine if you can't no. find a space, just block someone in. Anyway, uh, no, no one wants to hear any more about that. I've uh, <laughs> correct. I've mentioned a few weeks back about being a linesman for my son's football team, and nothing, nothing bad happened this time. But Saturday's game, I seem to have become like the default linesman, which is fine. I quite enjoy it. It's it's quite an interesting thing to do, and I've gained a level of respect for people doing that at another level. But blimey, in the first half of this game, if there wasn't every 30 seconds a marginal decision that I had to make stressful you know under, under 11's football team blimey I want to get and anyone that knows me will know that I will want to get every decision right to the best of my ability with no bias whatsoever but bloody hell it's not easy there was a proper goal line technology keeper trying to scramble to keep the ball out of the net incident as well and I reckon Five six of the ball crossed the line, and that was just from the you know that's the linesman's decision to make. And I'm not saying it's keeping me up at night, but but blimey, <laughs> you said it wasn't a goal because that was your kid's team. No, I said it wasn't a goal because I didn't think it was a goal. But that's what <laughs> but that, my concern is. That's what people might think. <laughs> you can't that's be exactly certain. Don't give it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was re- I, well. I made the decision based on what I thought had happened, and that's all you can ever do, I guess. Um, right. Uh, the biggest question for me, Adam, is can you tell the difference between a player's head and the bottom of the player's shoulder blades? Uh, uh, yes. Good. Well, you should be in the NFL then. Uh, we didn't even talk about that, but it didn't. It wasn't on the agenda, so there's there's there's, <laughs> there's, there's no need. And <laughs> um, be- before that, before that game, by the way, this is a bit much more important than anything I've just said. Um, but 
there was one of Henry's teammates, uh, the under 11s, his, uh, his younger brother, who's played at the under under nines, hasn't played for two years because he's got a, uh, he's been battling a, a brain tumour, you know, a really niche, niche is the wrong word, completely, of a, a, a unusual um, type of brain tumour. Um, but he's, it's uh, fit enough to come back and play. And it's his first game back and they got, you know, it's the, a full size pitch made up of, seven or eight different pitches of different sizes every single kid from whichever team they were playing for made this made this kid a guard of honor to welcome him back massive rounds of applause there's probably uh, probably sort of two three hundred people there all giving him a clap and it was a proper emotional moment nice and um where where fc like full level twitter account posted the the video of it and it, it it was just it was just glorious, and uh, yeah, you could. The parents were emotional. I've, ch- I've chatted to the the kid's dad before a few times about it, and because uh, yeah, his, his his brother plays in the same team, but yeah, just just incredible. I mean, he's still fighting this thing, and you know, hope, hopefully, hopefully he will he will beat it. There's a long way to go, but he's he's well enough to come back and play, and it was fantastic. That's a bit better than car parks. Good job. Yeah, forget the car park. <laughs> there we go. That's, I think three bits of AOB from me. Um, I mean, I'll sit out next week. Fair <laughs> enough. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Thanks, everyone. Remember, remember, Russ was here at the start. That seems a long time ago. <laughs> I've, I've, tried, week. I've, I've tried to forget it, to be honest. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your six hours of driving, Russ. <laughs> yeah, you've got five hours left now. <laughs> He's yeah, nearly left kept Norfolk. It, kept it deliberately short just to fuck you over. Yeah. I mean, we could talk a bit longer to keep him entertained. But <laughs> Oh, is that the music? <laughs> Later, everyone. Anything could happen. I was expect because it got a penalty. I was expecting them to miss the penalty and then lose the penalty shootout. But no. <laughs>